the students who run the board during uh, the varsity athletic events are actually during that time employed by the district. They're paid for their time while they're running it and they are accountable. That is a level of responsibility that a lot of high school kids don't get to experience. Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. I'm Justin Oxner here with Matt Anderson. Today, we're joined by Becky Hoke, Media Academy Director at Papillion La Vista High School, and Aiden Cho, former Papillion student and current student at University of South Dakota. They're going to talk about the video board production and implementation at Papillion, Aiden's work continuing at USD, and more. And we're here today with Aiden and Becky. Aiden, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Becky, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to be here with you. All right. And we got Matt Anderson sitting over here six feet away from me. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> it's a good day today, Justin. It's, it's always a good day when you're recording a podcast, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about uh, Aiden's experience at Papillion La Vista High School. Can you tell us um, when when you were in high school, what you were doing at, at Papillion and working with the video board? Yeah, so I started in spring of 2017. That's when we first got our board. Um, And from there, we kind of had no idea what we were doing to start. And then as we progressed, we started to learn more. And so overall, I was responsible for creating content or getting other people to help me create content, uh, planning for games and other events, executing the video board scripts at games and events and then following up with reports. Um, We also do live streaming of varsity games. So I kind of helped out with that and made sure we could get that feed up onto the board. Okay, I'm thinking, Aiden, when you first uh, started out with this, what kind of drew your attention to it? Like what made you want to start working with this, with the video board overall? So I was a part of PLV Media for my freshman year in 2015. And then in 2016, I remember this pretty well. Becky pulled me out of the broadcast booth at Foundation Field, and she told me that we were getting a video board and asked if I would be interested in being her first student producer for it. So neither of us knew what we were doing, and it sounded (laughs) like it would be fine. So I gave it a shot. All right. And Becky, can you give us a little bit of your background and, and your role with how the video board came to Papillion? Um, well, I got I was told that fall of 2016 um, that it was definitely coming. It had been whispered about the year before. Um, and I had sat on a committee to kind of decide what it should be and what it should look like um, and how it would integrate. And they had told me that it would be uh, basically the responsibility of myself and the academy kids to to run it. And so when um, they gave me the definite word, I, I knew that I needed somebody who was going to be around for at least a couple of years to sort of pave the way for the um, for everybody to come. And uh, I, I always say that I get lucky a lot in this job. And I was really lucky that Aiden was the right guy in the right place at the right time. And um you know, giving him the freedom to explore and find his way through the software and sort of make the template for what our content would look like. Um, and he literally wrote a manual for the video board producers who have come behind him. We're actually training our third generation right now this spring who will take over uh, completely in the fall. 
Oh, wow. I want to, I want to get into that manual here in just a second, but I always, we always call it an origin story, Becky, kind of, um, you're, you're the media Academy director there at uh, Papillion La Vista high school. When they, when you were kind of part of this committee and you're looking at doing this had, I mean, thinking back on, on your experiences, had you had anything that kind of helped prepare you for this and getting ready for the video board? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Up to up to that point, we were very much about live streaming, um, a little bit about journalism. Um, we didn't do much in terms of graphics creation other than creating um, some, some banner graphics and some lower thirds and uh, thumbnails for our streams. And in terms of motion graphics or animations or anything like that, uh, we did virtually nothing like that at the time. <laughs> trial, what, trial by fire is that, yeah. is that how the yeah, phrase is? that works yep. so <laughs> um, one of the first questions i asked is what are we getting with it what what comes with it in terms of animations and stuff because i knew um that there was no way we could spin on a dime and develop what we wanted to represent our program and the district well uh within the uh, within the lead time that we had hmm. It's awesome to hear you jump right into what what animations and stuff are we getting with it? Because <laughs> there's a lot of time people think about getting a video board and they think, oh, we've got this nice, brand new, shiny video board. Oh, yeah, we have to put something on yeah, it. Now what? <laughs> yeah, what's it going to show? <laughs> um, so it's, it's awesome to hear that you thought about that right away. Um, and then we got this whole manual from Aiden. I was going to ask kind of what were your students were involved with running the video board or how they were involved. And it sounds like very involved in, in trying to, to pave the way for, for uh, the school there. Absolutely. Aiden and I were at the trainings uh, that we got that spring. And then basically we were both there um, every time the board was on that spring. And we spent a lot of time over the summer, didn't we, Aiden? Um, yep. <laughs> out there getting ready for football and, and forecasting what it would look like. And I was trying to remember, Aiden, did we do player gifts that very first year or did we wait a year? We waited a year. Yeah. So we, we, the first game of our football season is always our two rival high schools within the district. Okay. And so, and this was Aiden's brainchild. Um, we wanted player gifts like they have, you know, in college and in the, in the big leagues. And so um, getting the entire starting lineup and all the seniors from both teams organized in two different locations to shoot player gifts, get those edited and ready for the game that comes a week and a half after the start of school um, has become an ongoing challenge for us. <laughs> um, but we've, we've pulled it off. We even managed to do it this year in COVID times. Nice. Because I'm thinking you keep mentioning yourself and Aiden, right? It sounds like a, a two-person team-up you had going on this whole time. But so you had to do graphics creation. You're talking about, you know, photos of players, all these things. Um, did you have anyone else kind of helping you out? Or was it really just your you two kind of diving in, you know, like what are your areas of expertise? Like does Aiden do graphics? You're helping out with photography? Or kind of how did you guys build this uh, together? Well, so we have the whole academy as well. So Aiden okay. was the producer for the video board, which means that um, what I always tell my producers is you're in charge until something goes wrong. And then I want to know why it went wrong and I'll take the heat. <laughs> okay. And so it was Aiden's responsibility to find folks within the academy who had some interest in graphic design. Uh, we have folks who are great at videography. 
Um, over time, we've developed some animators and some motion graphics specialists. Um, and so it was his job to manage the personnel and to set out the timeframes and this is what we need and when we need it by and to coordinate all of that. And so it's not really the producer's job to have to make all of that stuff. It's the producer's job to manage the people who are making it. Um, but Aiden, being a very hands-on kind of guy and a bit of a perfectionist, uh, <laughs> certainly handled uh, plenty of content creation himself. So I'm going to kind of come back to you then, Aiden, on this. When uh, Becky first kind of came to you with this opportunity, you mentioned you know a little bit of the experience you had already. Um, were you was this kind of what you thought it was going to be, or what were your thoughts on you know kind of taking off as the producer of this board? I knew it wasn't going to be easy. Um, yeah, it it wasn't easy at all <laughs> getting off the ground and getting started. But I had no idea what to expect, so it was a new opportunity, new experience. Um, some things didn't work the way that I wanted it to, but we had to adapt and find something else to do, uh, replace that content. So, yeah, it sounds like you kind of just jumped in head on and accepted the challenge. And like you said, some things worked out, some things didn't. You kind of learned as you went and you kind of already mentioned that you did some things the second year that you didn't do the first year. So maybe there was that learning curve of, OK, now we've got this. We've kind of experienced this a little bit. And then you tried adding something new. Is that kind of how it felt for you? Yeah, every time I went to an event or some sort of some sort of game where they had a video board, that's where most of my attention was, trying to see what they were doing and how we could keep improving our video board and adjust their ideas. Yeah, that sounds like what we'd call idea hacking. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is something that we uh we've talked with, you know, um colleges, universities, even professional sports, whenever they get a brand new display, this is kind of what you're hinting at, Justin, is that that first time they get it, that first year, a lot of the time it is, uh, all right, let's make sure and get this thing functional and not crash it, right? And just learn <laughs> about it. But then but then you get to see that second year, that third year. It's a combination of, of getting more comfortable with the equipment. But then like what you said, Aiden, too, is that, okay, maybe you start to look at other places you're going to. How are they doing that? That gives you ideas. And we sometimes call it the Dactronics curse, but I'm wondering if you have it as well, Aiden. Do you go to sporting events or anything right now with friends of yours and you're looking at the video boards instead of the game and commenting on it at all? All the time. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs) We're finding out that that's pretty common to the people that are involved in the the backend production of things. And, and like we said, the idea hacking is taking those different ideas, implementing them for your, your own video production. And most of the people say they're, they're not worried about it because it's not like they're, competing for audiences. You're just trying to make the the best experience for the people that are attending your events. And if they see something similar to somewhere else, it might even make them feel even more comfortable or, or even more excited to know, hey, our high school is doing exactly what we've seen at this college stadium or at this professional stadium. Yep. And I'm thinking there's, I mean, we talked about maybe your growth that you had, Aiden. What was it like for you, Becky, maybe too, after that first year and kind of even to where it is now? How has it been seeing the growth of that and kind of the, the students involved? Uh, it's, it's fantastic. We know for sure that it's drawn some kids, um, to the Academy, knowing that the, the content they get to create will appear up there. Um, knowing that, um, they, they have that autonomy. Um, the, the students who run the board during, uh, the varsity athletic events are actually during that time employed by the district. They're paid for their time while they're running it. Um, and they are accountable and 
that is uh, a level of responsibility that a lot of high school kids don't get to experience. You know, it's a lot different than uh, running the cash register at a grocery store mm-hmm. or uh, flipping burgers at McDonald's as the, the typical, you know, stereotypical high school job. Right. Um, and the, the opportunity for growth that they have, you know, to, to watch freshman Aiden through senior Aiden when he was training the next generation video board producer and see his growth and his uh, confidence and his maturity and uh, just how much he grew was just remarkable. And that that happens with students who are producing live streams. But the video board producer doesn't just interact with me and students. The video board producer is talking to the director of the school's foundation, is dealing directly with the principals of both high schools, is dealing with the coaches uh, who play at the stadium, is dealing with the athletic directors. Um, I'm pretty sure Aiden had everybody's number in his um, phone. And I know that there were times they would just call Aiden because they knew if they called me, I would say, well, let me check with Aiden because they (laughs) knew that he had been invested with that responsibility and was taking it seriously. Um, And he truly was a professional as a junior in high school. That's, that's awesome to hear. And I want to step back just a little bit. You said that uh, having the video board and being able to run those productions as a student has actually led some, some people come to the school. Was that something you had anticipated with getting the video board in the production? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't see that coming at all. I knew that it was going to be a neat way to let the kids see people see their work. And that was something that we did a lot of in that first season was when we put something new up on the video board. We weren't watching the video board. We were watching the heads in the stands down below us mm-hmm. to see if they were turning and and watching them hold up their phones and film what we had on the board was was pretty cool and and really really gratifying for the kids who had created that content. And I feel like these are always I don't want to say side bonuses, but bonuses of getting a video board at a school, right? I mean, you're on the you're on the committee, Becky, too. So there's the display is nice to have during an event. It's a good crowd pleaser. It can have, it can help out with sponsorships and get money that way. But then there's this other part of, okay, now you're giving valuable, like educational type experience to students. And I'm not sure if maybe this is the same kind of answer as what, what Justin asked, but was that kind of one of the main thoughts too, from the very beginning, before you even chose Dactronics, right? We're going to get a video board and we want students to learn and grow in this career. So when the school's foundation first talked to me and said, we were looking at, at doing this, how would you use it? Mm-hmm. Um, it? It took me a while to sit back and think. And, and that was definitely one of the things is we're going to integrate this into the curriculum of mm-hmm. the academy, that it will fit seamlessly into the content creation that we already do. And we'll just add some additional, uh, some additional modules where we're focusing on that particular kind of content. Okay. So it, it definitely has enhanced and broadened our curriculum. Um, and having that board has been a real educational asset. Right. And it sounds like Aiden's gotten some of that experience. Like you said, people had his number, he had their number and they were calling him and working with him directly. Aiden did that experience, um, help you when going forward or long-term in, in choosing what your major might be? Yeah, so before I even really knew where I was going for college, um, I part of what I did was working with our district's communications department, and I landed an internship with them 
my se- second semester of my senior year. Uh, through those connections that I've made, it, this internship with the school district has been huge. I've learned a ton. But then once I decided where I wanted to go to school, I wanted to go into sports management. Uh, and the video board was going to be a great stepping stone, uh, knowing game day operations, just all the some of the tips and tricks. But then I was talking to Brandon Knoll, our sales rep, once I decided that I was going to the University of South Dakota. And he mentioned that he knew one of the athletics staff members here who was actually in charge of game day crew for Coyote Game Days. Okay. Um, and so Brandon introduced me to my current boss, Jaron, and now I've gotten the opportunity to work football, basketball, soccer, and track meets with the Coyotes. Oh, wow. And, and so I got to imagine it's a probably a little different role than the producer role you played at in high school. Um, how, how much did that help kind of get you ready for what you're doing now? So at high school, I knew the basics and troubleshooting of live streams. Mm-hmm. Then I also knew electronic show control, which is what they use up here as well. Uh, the first time that I went into the control room in the arena, I was blown away by all the equipment that they had to make their shows work. Um, I didn't know what to do. I instantly shut down and <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, we're used to a couple computers and two racks in our show control closet. They have these eight foot racks, monitors all over the place. So I was really nervous. But once I got more comfortable with running show control up here, made it a lot easier. The biggest difference would be up here at the University of South Dakota, they have these rundown scripts. And so that makes life a lot easier. Everybody knows what they're doing and when. Um, so basically I just followed the script and made sure I executed the correct scripts and it went pretty smooth. <laughs> nice. So it sounds like you didn't have the the scripting part yet in high school, but you had kind of the experience with show control and you were kind of familiar with the equipment. And then once you got the script, it kind of made things a little easier for you. Yep. Cause at high school, we would talk to the eighties band directors, coaches and cheerleaders before games, but not everybody was always on the same page. And so up here, everybody knew what was going on, where to be, what to do. We do have rundowns. Okay. Um, but like Aiden said, not everybody um, reads it or believes that it is um, the absolute final answer about what should happen when. Okay. I was going to say, it sounds like just the experience there and the information there is something that you, you work for to be better next year or you, you learn from it and improve upon it. And as they've had it for a while there right, too, right? right? So that's something you grow with. And then I'm thinking, um, and this is kind of goes back a little bit to what you were talking about too, Becky, is that I've, I've gone to help out with some recruiting for our, like our sales internship at colleges. And we try to stress people early on in college, you know, start thinking about your resume, find, find jobs that are applicable that will look good on a resume. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the, the stereotypical high school job of flipping burgers and things like that. And we would go in and try and tell people to, to think about that stuff um, while they're doing that in college. But it's almost like because you have this video board and all these things going on with this, you took it another step. And now it's even in high school that it's, um, Hey, start looking at experiences that you're going to have for a high school job to help you out, get a college job of something similar. Absolutely. Um, we have a student uh, currently in the academy right now um, who has been a, a major content creator 
uh, for the video board this year. And he's actually going to be working with our minor league baseball team um, on their video board operations and content team uh, with an internship this summer before he heads off to major in graphic design and content creation. Okay. Wow. And knowing a little bit about um, how Aiden moved forward from, from high school and getting connected uh, to his position at USD, does that sound like something you think is of interest to you going forward, Becky, is, is our crew connect option where you can get the people that are um, going through and using the video display and get them connected with the, the, the next level as they move forward? Absolutely. I'm always open to, to any opportunities that I can present to my students that will allow them to, to grow and develop and present them with greater opportunities for the future. So is it, I'm not sure. Do you guys still kind of stay in touch? Like Aiden, Becky, I don't know if this is the first time you've talked in a while on this podcast, but is it one of these things where you're learning still, as you've mentioned, Aiden, uh, things going on at USD? Uh, do you guys kind of still stay in touch a little bit and kind of, I don't know, I wouldn't say give guidance, but it's kind of like exchange information or idea hacking, as we called there it earlier. Go ahead, Aiden. Yeah, I, we, we stay in touch pretty often. Um, I know back when I started, I was giving her all these ideas, uh, probably just talking her head off. But (laughs) when one of us sees something, sees a cool video idea, we'll send it to each other. Um, I I think it helps both of us grow. Obviously helps the academy grow. Uh, Yeah, we do stay in touch pretty often. Definitely. And and I remember um, that first fall, Aiden came out and uh, was was up in the booth with us um, before one of the games and was like, oh, yeah, we, you know, if you arrange it this way and if you do this and then this control will work this way for you. And it was, it was fantastic because it was like having an in-house pro um, and, and that pipeline uh, is, is just fantastic. It made me think about, we mentioned, or you mentioned back at the beginning, this manual that he helped create. So that's yeah. kind of where I, I wrote that down to come back to later because it's kind of, okay, is it every year that manual gets updated, Aiden come back and there's like a, a, a version two of Aiden <laughs> kind of helping out build this thing. It's ever evolving. Yeah. <laughs> when I mentioned that, I just pulled up our current version of it. It's 80 pages long in Google Docs right now. <laughs> and um, the electronics video board section of it is seven pages long right now. Um, but that is with just links to the documents that Aiden had created. And what they've found as they're going through and updating this year is that things have changed and they need to be uh, modified and updated for new ways that we manage and organize our files and new ways that we transport the files and and those sorts of things. But um, many of the very original, hey, this is when you should do something, this is why you should set a deadline this far ahead, that kind of stuff that Aiden laid down that first year, it still applies. It was, it's been rock solid. And I'm thinking, Aiden, I don't know if this was, I mean, because you were essentially paving the way, right, with being one of the first people to do this was, this manual, was this something maybe that, that Becky had asked you to do, or were you just starting to write down, you know, like every obstacle you came across and just knowing and having this this foresight that people are going to need to know this information after me when they're going through this? Yeah, so she kind of mentioned it to me. She's like, hey, can you write down what you know, what we're going to need to know? Was just, over the years, I, I would learn stuff and I would just do it real fast and not always let Becky know what I did or how I did it. So it was 
my way to make sure they know everything they're set and continue smoothly. Yeah. You got to capture that, uh, that tribal knowledge of going through it so that you can, you can pass it along to the the next. Yeah. It's almost like on those science experiments, right? Where it's like, write down all your thoughts right now at the end of the day while they're fresh, because that's when you need to be able to learn and read that later to, to grow on. But it's been invaluable because, you know, if you aren't doing something and while I, 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 kind of the, the hands-off manager. And mm-hmm. so, you know, Aiden's the one sitting there and operating it day in and day out. And then, you know, he's going to be gone and he graduated and I had to work a track meet. And I don't know, how many times did I call you that track meet, Aiden? Two, three? <laughs> because, yeah. you know, something needs to be done and needs to be done fast, but I'm feeling my way through it for the first time in months and being able to flip open that manual and go, okay, right there. That's what I got to do. Nice. It, it's just a lifesaver. And it sounds like that the lines of communication are open both ways. It's it's not always um, thinking of the the students getting this experience to move to the next level. It's also that student is still in connection with you and sharing ideas backwards towards towards the the high school to, as well. So it's uh, mutually beneficial, so to speak, if they do continue on at that next level and share share more ideas back. Absolutely. One of the things Aiden did his senior year was organize a reunion. Uh, it was the tenth year of our program. And he organized a reunion. We had alumni come back from all of those years and develop connections and, and network with one another. And we've got folks in, in Hollywood and at the University of Wisconsin, and we've got people everywhere. And, and they're always reaching out and reaching back. And that's it's a wonderful thing. That is awesome to hear. Um, and I'm just curious, do you guys have any other thoughts on specifically the, the video board and, and implementing it for the first time that we haven't covered yet so far? Spend plenty of time practicing before you have people in the stands. That's very good advice because you said you got it in the spring, right? And then you use it, was your first time was in the fall for a fall football game? So that whole, what do you think that whole Oh, no, we used it that spring. Oh, you did? Okay. (laughs) It went, it it was the middle of the soccer season, I think. Oh, Yep. Okay. We so just started rolling. Started with trial by fire and learned as you went and kept taking those notes for the manual as you as you went along. Mm-hmm. We we asked a lot of forgiveness in that first twelve months. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's it's great to hear that you just jumped right in though and didn't let some people might say the fear of something new kind of holding you back yeah. or anything. It's great to hear you jumped right in and did what you could from the moment you had it. The full throated endorsement and encouragement of our administration at both high schools um, encouraged us to do that. They said, you've got this. There's nothing you can screw up fatally. Get out there and use it and learn and just knock our socks off. Yeah, that is awesome to hear. And I want to thank you both for taking the time to to come on and talk to us today about the installation at Papillion High School and, and what you guys are doing today. Just thank you for sharing your experiences. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for your time and thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dactronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 